Hey everybody, welcome to Dental Voice with Zyrus. My name is Rolando Mia, and we are at the Chicago 2023 Midwinter Meeting. I am here with a very special guest that we just met. Her name is Nicole Quintes, and she is a dental assistant, but she's got an incredible story, and we're really excited to explore this with Nicole, first of all, thank you so much for joining. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, jumping right into this, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your journey and what kind of brought you to here? Okay, well, I came to the U.S. when I was 17. Um, got my associate's degree, got a bachelor's degree, and in the meantime, working at a hair salon, working at a dental office. So I had to explore some options. Um, but honestly, I've been always wanting to be a dentist. So always, you know, continue my education. And now I'm at UIC, thank God, you know, got in. Uh, so here I am. Oh, for that. so you shared with me earlier, you. You didn't speak English when you came here, is that right? I did not. So I had to learn the language from scratch. I did not know any words, but maybe apple, that I knew that it was manzana. That was about it. Manzana, um, see. So I had to learn. I can say naranja. Isn't that an orange? Naranja is orange, okay. yes. <laughs> All right. Enough about the oranges. But So you are now a pre-dental student at UIC. You were a dental assistant for how many years? About five years. So... Why did you decide to go from dental assisting to apply to and, and pursue dentistry? I'm really curious about that. I feel like there is a huge need out there for uh, more uh, Latino dentists. Um, there's a bigger uh, Latino community here in the Chicago area. So I figure, you know, they need more dentists that speak Spanish. Uh, being a dental assistant and knowing, you know, Spanish and English, I could, you know, translate to my Latino patients better, you know, from the patient to the doctor and so forth. What are some of the what are some of the things that you discovered over the past five years about dentistry and of the Latino community? There is a lot of miscommunication um, as far as like what the patient really needs or not maybe not the needs. The doctor knows what the patient needs based on X rays and examination, but they don't know uh, what the patient really wants to start with. Um, and most of the times, uh, dentals, uh, the dentist wants to start with the chip complaint, which is a big thing out there, right? Right, Because we want the patient to come back and to get started with some treatment. But sometimes we think, oh, okay, the patient needs this. This is what we're going to do. But the patient's trying to communicate to us that they want to start with an extraction with the tooth that's bothering them. So I feel like there's sometimes like miscommunication. And when, when there is that miscommunication between the clinician and the patient, what happens? What 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 what's the outcome of that? The outcome is that sometimes patients just uh, leave and say, "Okay, we'll come back another day," or you know, we'll find out and another doctor and never come back. They just get scared. You know, they go amazing. away. Uh, I believe less than or somewhere around five percent of the Latina community really understands anything about dentistry. Are you aware right. of that? I am. I just <laughs> we were just talking about it, and it's amazing. It's it's a very small percentage, and I think I want to be part of. That percentage and bring it up so again. Why? Why are you doing this? Because you know it's it's a it's a situation that occurs. Um, what what is kind of driving? What's motivating you to 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 kind of stop being a dental assistant and pursue being a dentist to do that? What's what's kind of driving? That? I would like to provide the Latino community, especially because I am Latina, right? And I want to be able to provide better treatment for them. And I would like to, you know, communicate better to them and like, you know, give better results to them. As, as you're entering at UIC and you're, you're going to become a dental student, what are some of the things that you're kind of thinking about 
what are some of the things that you're thinking, oh, oh here you go, what are you kind of scared to do? You know, insurance is a big thing right now. We're trying to deal with, you know, providing the best treatment for the patient, but then you have a lot of insurances fighting back for prices, you know, like, oh, we don't want to cover this, we don't want to cover that, you know. And I feel like I would like to make a difference out there and probably provide better um, uh, treatment plans for the patient and maybe provide better prices to them if it's like out of pocket. So some Latinos here don't have insurance, maybe because they're, you know, illegal, they don't have documents, so they don't have insurance. And it's, um, I feel like it's, it's, it's sad, you know, to see that people don't get treatment because of not having insurance. So I would like to provide, you know, uh, better treatment care, maybe at a better expense, at a better cost. So when, as you're entering dental school, you see becoming a dentist uh, as an opportunity to kind of shape that and everything. Are you looking to, uh, are you looking to specialize in anything or are you? So for the first couple of years, maybe just be a general dentist, but I like oral surgery. I have an implant myself and I know all about it. I've been assisting oral surgeons as well um, through a, a company that I used to work for. Um, maybe later on I will specialize um, for oral surgery. Well, that's so cool. In dentistry, there, there's, there's so many facets of it and things are coming in. Becoming a dentist and and and, and basically focusing and supporting the, the Latino community, what would you say, uh, how do you see that helping the, the Latino population? Right? Uh, well, I think, uh, so educa education, right, is the key. Educating uh, people, uh, you know, better, better care at home and things like that so they don't end up losing teeth, you know, so they don't get into like dentures, like everybody hates dentures. I feel like, and people don't afford implants because they're expensive. One unit is the cause of a set of dentures. So I feel like it all starts with education, educating the patients. And what have you found when, when you're engaging, what have you found is probably the biggest issue that you're going to have to overcome with that beyond the communications? Make them understand that it's, it's, you know, that the good care at home is, it's a must, you know, you got to keep on doing it, brushing the teeth, flossing the teeth, because it's hard for us uh, humans to break, uh, break habits. And I feel like that's like the number one thing that I feel like it's going to be a challenge. That's actually, interestingly enough, that is breaking habits for everybody is the biggest challenge. And imagine if you can't communicate in, the, in a similar language. I could just imagine how difficult that must be. So I think that's sure. cool. So, yep. so I'm going to take this a little bit of difference. As you enter into dental school, as you start your journey into this, what are some of the things that you want to make sure that you don't lose and you don't forget. So I do not want to lose or, or forget where I came from. Um, so I want to, you know, keep helping my people and not all, not just Latinos, of course. I've been around many races, right? And I feel like I can help anybody now that I know how to speak English. Uh, uh, just know where I came from and just keep it in mind, you know, not become a rich doctor and then all of a sudden like, oh, forget about my people, you know. I for sure don't want to do that. Why is that so important to you? It is important. I mean, I have, you know, I have re uh, religious beliefs, you know, and so I feel like, you know, it's always good to help other human beings. So I want to keep helping my people. How, <laughs> how did you end up in dentistry? Is there is there dentistry in your family? None. None? None. None whatsoever. So None whatsoever. How, did, how did that come about? So it came about uh, because I had a toothache and I lived in a very small town uh, in Honduras, by the way, uh, I had to travel an hour, kind of like saying from walking into Chicago almost. Um, 
an hour and a half, an hour uh, and a half drive to get there to get to a dentist to get you know some treatment done. And this toothache was happening throughout the weekend. And I felt like my whole right side of the face was paralyzing because of the pain, right? That I that I was having. Um, I ended up getting a root canal on the tooth, uh, for which the tooth turned uh, purple in color. Uh, later on, I needed to get a crown. At that time, I was already here in the U.S. because I came here when I was 17, like I said. So I needed a crown, you know, being a teenager in high school with the purple tooth. It, it felt very weird and I didn't want to be even smiling to the people. So um, that's what got me into dentistry, like the cosmetics, right? Oh, a crown. Oh, wow. A crown now, it's like, you know, oh, my tooth. Yeah, it's like, wow, my whole ah. tooth changed. And so that's what brought me in. It kind of, you know, put me in that mindset. Wow, that is like being very artistic, right? Like, and like I said, I was also a cosmetologist for about, I want to say about 10 years, also cutting hair in the meantime. Um, so I feel like, you know, I can, you know, kind of relate both fields and being artistic yeah. and all of that. And I feel like it, it was a smooth transition from being a, a hairstylist to, to for the dental field. Like, I feel like I can translate you know like and very I, easy i love the energy i love the the fact that you know first of all it seemed like that was a life-changing event because yeah. you're like holy cow couldn't imagine the pain couldn't imagine having to go an hour just to find a dentist and right. now you're coming back how did how did that translate into you wanting to help your community i do want to get people out of pain you know like i definitely like it's 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 a life changing, you know, like when you're able to help other people, like and say, oh, I've been in your shoes. Yeah, I've been in your pain. So it's, it's, it's easy to relate, you know, with the patient. That is so cool for people who are or who may be uh, in a similar situation where either they're they're already here or they've come here and they want to pursue dentistry. What advice would you give them? Other young professionals? I would say don't stop you know don't stop dreaming but work hard because it's definitely you know it takes some energy time you know effort uh to be to become a dentist so but it is it is possible like if i if i can do it i you can do it you know it's the saying right it, it's it's true what would you say is the hardest thing to overcome and how how, how what advice would you give people to overcome that because you're gonna you're, you're going to pursue this and kind of try to do it you're going to run into pretty gnarly things so. there is you know i feel like there is also a lot of competition out there yeah, you know exactly. uh don't let that affect you um always you know keep your goal you know focus um and just keep keep working at it even if it's a little bit at a time i had to work in the meantime you know as i was in, in you know in a college you know taking classes learning the language which was another you know struggle trying to communicate uh, but look where I, where I am right now, right in a podcast, and it's like amazing. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't think I was ever gonna do this because of my language barrier, but it is doable. That it's is possible. That is cool. <laughs> so what what would what would you share with people regarding the prospect of cost and debt? How would you how would you kind of what advice would you give people to overcome that? Because it's not inexpensive to become a dentist. It is not, uh, but there is means out there, right? There's loans, like there's student loans. Um, nowadays, it's all about loans. You get a loan, you get your degree, and later on, you got to work hard and pay it back. I mean, I guess that's the story of life nowadays. Like you get a loan, you get what you need, and then later on, you pay it back. I mean, so, but there's ways out there. You just have to find, 
you know, a way to get alone and like things like that. I, I, I love the sentiment. I love the message, which is, hey, there are ways to do that. And right. if you have the passion and the drive to do that, that's cool. If you were to sit here and, you know, uh, people are going to be listening to here and you know, they're going to be inspired. They're going to listen to if you were to sum up things or a message that you'd like to get to people watching this, what would that message be? All right. If you're a dental assistant, uh, you know, there's a way out there. There's schools out there. You can become a hygienist. You can become a doctor. Um, just always be in the lookout to better yourself. Um, if you're a patient, there's dental assistants that speak Spanish. Always, you know, hey, ask. You speak Spanish. And I'm sure that a lot of dental assistants out there speak Spanish. So, like, if you find yourself struggling, you know, to communicate because you're trying to speak English and you don't know how to speak English, I always ask, do you speak Spanish? You know, we're always here to help you. Like, it's in our best interest to yeah, to to cool. translate, you know, to the doctor what is it that you need. And then for people who are who want to become dentists but don't know how to start, how would you? What would you tell them to do to start? To start, well, you know, there is community colleges out there. I mean, the cheapest way I did it was go to a community college, get an associate's degree, and then I went to another college, get a bachelor's degree. Um, always, you know, talk to a consumer. Look, look for guidance, um, ask, you know, what's my schedule going to be, you know, what classes do I need to take, you know, in order for me to become a dentist or in order for me to get there. Uh, always, you know, ask people, you know, there, there's people out there that is willing to help, but we just have to get out of that shell, you know, go and ask questions. And be brave. And be courageous. brave. Exactly. That is so cool. Well, first of all, I can't even tell you how inspiring the story is. I love that you see something, you have the passion and drive to do it. Giving back to the community is always phenomenal and uh, a lot of special place in my heart for people to do that. So thank you so much for, for sharing that. Really looking forward to watching your journey through and entering into UIC and all that type of stuff. Uh, at some point later on, if, uh, if we have an opportunity, would you love to come back? I'd love for you to come back and kind of share your journey with that be something to be able I to do. I would love to come back and share the ending oh, of the story. <laughs> exactly. So first of all, hey folks, if you have any questions or you know are are interested about uh, her, her Nicole's journey here, come to us, and what we'll do is we'll get any questions or anything like that, get get them answered. If you like the content to this, or if you're interested in this, please let us know, share it, and. Uh, you know, look forward to seeing the successes that Nicole's going to be here. And soon I'll be calling you Dr. Nicole. Francis. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for joining. It's thank a pleasure you. and really thank appreciate you your time. Me. Oh, no, not at all. And it's, it's awesome. So take care, everyone, and uh, appreciate it.